At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello, everybody, and welcome to what is effectively part two of Sandy's Q&A. I did a video saying what to do if you start on the CX and you're not getting many jobs. I come up with a couple of suggestions. I don't know if my words got took out of key or um, maybe I got it wrong. I mean, let's face it, I don't really know what I'm doing. I've always said I don't know what I'm doing. All I do is talk about my life, what I've done and what, what I think. And my, my opinion, I believe, it is uh, wrong or at least choosing accurate. So I've, I've got quite a few comments. And what I wanted to do was put this as a separate video so that anybody who's watched that video will link to this video and in the, in the form of balance can give the other side of the story. So if you are thinking about joining the CX or you are getting not many jobs, rather than just going for what I say, let's listen to what everybody else has got to say too. And that way, um, you know, we'll get a more balanced opinion. So um, ADN Noor says, uh, hi Pete, how about an update on video pricing? Fuels prices are shooting up and people are bidding low. Where's it all going? It is true. Fuel is going crazy now. Uh, what are you going to, 18p a litre this week and stuff like that? You have to factor this into the cost of your jobs. Now, I believe I said in the video, I was going to watch it back, but I couldn't be bothered, um, that yes, you can lower your prices, but you have to also bear in mind your bottom line. Don't go crazy. Don't go too low, because otherwise you'll work for nothing, and there's plenty of work for those who work for nothing. And I believe I said that, but I'm not sure. And if I didn't, I should have. So, Bogdan Radu says, okay, so we... So all the prices go up and we should put the price down. Good advice. Let's work for free, lads. Maybe we can give them £10. Stop giving advice if your advice is to take them to total destruction for the business. That wasn't my... When I said about lowering the price, I said lower the price slightly. And if you're an existing courier and you know what you're doing and you're on the CX, you have no need to lower the price. because And if you're already getting jobs, you know what the job should sell for and you're fine. Um, I want to give another example here. There was a firm, a lady I was speaking to, and she said, we were talking about prices and how some people bid this and how many people bid that. And she said, we get one guy in a small van and he bids every week. He bids, you know, he, he bids on all the jobs that we put in. He said, these are 30 mile an hour jobs in, in a small van. He bids £175, £200, £250. He said, it's absolutely crazy. He's bidding more money than we're getting bids on trucks. He said, we would block him, but we kind of find it funny every time he puts a bid in. It's like, how much do you bid now? 175 quid. <laughs> For 20 miles. Now, that could be you. So if you're bidding what is a reasonable amount of money, and I have done a video on how much I think you should bid on the CX, and you might want to take that with a pinch of salt as well, because it's quite an old video, and prices have gone up since then, particularly with small vans. But... but you, the way I look at it is you've got two options here. You either carry on bidding the prices that you're bidding and not get any work because you're not getting any work. Or you might want to think, well, maybe the reason I'm not getting any work is I'm putting in silly bids. Maybe I should drop it a bit. But there are the caveats there. Don't ever bid less than the job is worth 
because then you'll just end up doing money. That's just ridiculous. And you kind of, and if you do find that you're starting to get more bids and you are making money, maybe start cranking the price up again, which I also believe I said in the video. So I'm not trying to shoot anybody here. I'm just trying to make some suggestions to some people like that man who's putting in bids of 200 quid for 30 mile an hour job in a small van. Maybe you might want to think about readjusting that. Um, IR says, stupid advice. Let's see you drop your prices and start losing money. Shame I never listened to your advice. He said, he, this guy said, I quoted 170 jobs and I got three and I just made £10 an hour. Jobs are going well below minimum wage. I are, I've got to be honest with you, mate. That seems crazy to me. You, if you've got 170 jobs. You bid 170 jobs and you got three. Something is going seriously wrong now. I don't know what it is, but something does. Right. Jeremy Hawk says, what is all this business about starting on the CX? It's supposed to be a site for established operators. I would say don't start up if your only source of work is the CX. The rates are unsuitable for a long-term plan if it's your only source of work. Telling people to drop their rates to get work spells, ruination in these times, we need to be increasing rates to cover the increased costs. Now, in principle, I agree with some of that. I do think the rates do need to be increased because diesel's going up. So our bottom line is going up. So the price is going up. The difficulty I'm finding is also at the moment, supply seems to be low. So it's not like I've got a choice of four or five jobs. And so if I try and increase my rates, I've got much less chance of winning the few jobs that are out there. And in that case, not working at all. So I have to be very careful about how much it's going to cost me and how low I'm prepared to go. And a few of them I have bid up. I rung up and I said, well, how close was I? And I'd say, I put a bid of 250 quid. He said, we got four bids for like like 200 and I've gone fine let them do it then because I'm not I can't go that low for that distance to know I'm coming back empty I know I'm doing it for nothing so you have got to bear in mind your bottom line um as for starting up in the CX I can't really comment because I started five years right I started five years ago I'm not even running a van anymore I run trucks anymore which is why you've really got to take my opinions a pinch of salt although we do ship so we do know what rates come in on the van rates that we put out to our own customers um what was I saying? I'd, um, hang on a second. But as for um, what's all this business the CX is supposed to be a backload site. So it's said to rely on the, the CX for your um, business. You, 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 kind of, you can't really do that. It's just for backloads. But to be honest with you, mate, that's where we get the majority of our business. We get two jobs a day for each of the trucks off the CX. We hope as we expand... I can take more time off to actually go and try and source more of our own customers. But also, we found a lot of the time our own customers are more painful than CX customers. They just go, right, there's the job. And a lot of, I suppose we're in the situation now, although our customers are off the CX, they are established courier firms in the area, like Ben's over at HBC and like a few others that kind of, um, and they throw us quite a lot of jobs. They'll ring us up directly, my mate Simon. Um, he'll, he'll ring me up. I've got a guy who's not on the CX, um, my mate, my mate um, Simple Brian. He'll ring me up. So I suppose I have got my own customers in the firm of other shipping firms that ring us because they need short-order trucks. And that's kind of where we specialise. But like I say, this is what I do. And I'm still talking about something I used to do five years ago. So you really do need to take my advice with a pinch of salt and listen to what everybody else has got to say. Um, by 72 says, I wouldn't start on the CX. If you have no career experience, I've been in the career for 25 years. It's a struggle at the moment. It's not easy. It's not. 
It's not an easy time of year, but hopefully we're getting through to hump because we're into March now. Uh, Van on the Run, who has got his own channel out there. We'll do a video, a little link out there. He's kind of a regular comment. Thanks very much. Um, everyone is struggling to get work off the CX at the moment, not just new subscribers to the CX. They might not be new to the industry. Number one piece of advice to a new subscriber to the CX is don't start your subscription between January and March. That said, I joined in February 2020 just before COVID hit, and it was um, busier then than it is now. So don't... So. I don't know if it's still the COVID or the CX has gotten a lot quieter. Sometimes I wonder if it's past its peak and now in decline. It may be. Um, Andy Drum says, of course, prices fluctuate. That's business. But be very careful about dropping your price. If you charge peanuts pretty soon, that's all you'll ever get offered. I'm aware, in London at least, that there are fools quoting absurd, unrealistically low prices to work. Stop doing it. This is my mind. My friend Dave, the taxi driver, has always said, plenty of work for those that will work for nothing. Know your costs. Know your wear and tear on a vehicle. Know how much the diesel is costing you. Know how much the insurance is costing you. Know the fact that you've got VAT and tax to come out of it. Know that these things are going to get factored in. And if, you, if you, you've got to have minimum prices on jobs, and if they don't, if you drop below that, you can't work. But then having said that also, if you're quoting crazy high, if you're out for like 500% profit, then maybe it's too high, you know? Um, in the pocket, how can you travel 90-odd miles, charge £120 in fuel, and then make decent money? You can't. Sorry, give me a second. Sorry, I had to let the cat out. Right, what did you say? Where was we? Uh, how can you charge 90-odd miles, how can you travel 90-odd miles, charge £120, put fuel in and make decent money? You can't. You have to travel 90-odd miles and charge £120. Then you have to travel another 90-odd miles and charge another £120. Or you have to travel 30-odd miles and charge them 70 quid, and then another 30-odd miles and charge them 70 quid. Can't do one job a day. In a van, you've got to be looking to doing, I was doing three jobs a day, hopefully getting one off at three with an in-betweener, three and a half, four jobs, that's like three and a half jobs a day. So you get three in in a day, get loaded the night before, drop it off first thing in the morning. That's in an ideal world. If you aim for three jobs a day, you can make decent money. If you do one job a day, you can't. So that's the bottom line on that one. Paul Slight, it's terrible out there at the moment. I'd love to see prices rising and everyone making some money. I think the CX should scrap the backload offer altogether as it's already a backload auction place, absolutely. Um, I wish every van had its own category price and that the lowest you can bid, you can go is like Luton van minimum of a pound per, um, per location. Availability experience. Pete, what's it like up the other end of the level in trucks? Do you see a lot of cheap quotes going on or is there less competition for each job on trucks as there are a lot more involved in owning trucks and licenses? I think every man and his dog are probably popping up with van. It's survival of the fittest and those and those got a good cash balance in the bank. I'm probably going to make the leap into trucks within the next six months and leave vans behind for good. I find that on economies of scale, the trucks make more money than vans. Also, um, shorter jobs make more money, and I also prefer trucks. I just prefer driving a truck. Um, but it is a lot more involved. So this all the way along, we should all be driving 18-ton trucks, but bear in mind, there's a lot to it. So you can't just jump in and turn the keys and it goes. So you do you at the end of the day. Um, as for um, the scrap of the backload thing, yeah, it is a backload platform, which is annoying when it comes up as backload, which backload says, I just want it for half price. Well, it's a backload on a backload. 
it's like we don't give discount on discount because you've already had the discount on the first place. But I always, if it's back, I just ignore it. If it's a backload, I just quote what I want to quote anyway. I've made that mistake before where a job came up as backload and I sat and I thought, he's going to want that for nothing, so I'm not going to quote it, I'm not going to quote it. And I sat there for 10, 15, 20 minutes, back in when I was in a Luton. And in the end... At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. I thought, well, do you know what? I'm just going to quote it for the right money. Quote it for the right money. The phone rang a minute later. You asked him the job for him now. I thought, why did you write backload? You've just given me one, one, ten, one, one, ten, one pound, one ten a mile. Why did you write backload? I've got to have that job 15 minutes earlier. But yeah, the whole thing is a backload platform. The money that we, you should be quoting on the CX is half the money you should be quoting your own customers. But then again, they don't always want to pay it. So. But I agree. And as for setting a minimum price, you're never going to be able to set a minimum price because there's always going to be one guy who's actually outside the place. And the place he's delivering to is on his way home and he's going... Literally, all I've got to do is pick the box up from there, and when I get home, it's two minutes around the corner. They can have that naked cheap, and that's just luck. So they're never going to do a minimum price. You have got to know your minimum prices. Otherwise, you can buy a better force. If you keep running at less money than you can afford to run at, you will go bust. And I'm sure I said that in the last video. I'm just saying that if you're quoting crazy money, you might want to think about that. Some people do. Some people quote crazy money and then go, I'd rather just wait. I know I'm going to get one job in five, but that job in five is going to pay me serious dough, so I'd rather just do that. You do you. You do it your way at the end of the day. Uh, Hong Kong Fui says, the CX isn't the goose that laid the golden egg. If the shipper has his own fleet of vehicles, he can use those to ship the daily work and put the junk on the CX that isn't cost-effective to him, then watch the hoard under bid under until the price hits rock bottom. Well, then along comes Barry Backload, who has just tipped a load. This is exactly what she's talking about. Uh, for one of his own customers and throws in a bid for peanuts and he's off on his way home with a cheap load and a healthy average day. Not got your own customers and expect the work to expect to work long hours and oh I can't say that. <laughs> Go to the toilet at the bottom of the back of the van in the middle of the night whilst the wind blows a gale and the pit of patter the next storm rocks you to sleep. Joys of being your own boss. So you've got to beware of this could be you. I mean I've done it. I've done jobs I mean, in a truck, it was easy, I had a bed. But I've done jobs, like I said, I ended up in Wales when I was doing the multi-drop on a COVID, delivering the screens, trying to sleep in the back in a hammock. It's how far, it's sort of, um, it's what it's, it's Kaiser Solzai, isn't it? it? It's not a matter, it's basically a matter of how far are you prepared to go. And when you're building it, and when you're trying to make a go of it, it can be tough. It can be very, very tough. I mean, I, I had the advantage before I was on the markets where I was working very, very hard for absolutely no money whatsoever and I was about to lose my house. So I was prepared to go, I was prepared to go the extra mile. I would have been anyway. But um, this is telling you, this is the other side of it. This is what you can be prepared to face if you if you decide to join up. Like, you know, Bill says, I'd rather be on the dole than work on the CX. <laughs> but there you go, Bill's. Uh, Longfinger says, I hope the CX has given you free membership for life. I wish they had... And I've said it before, and I think Bogdan said at the beginning, I must be working for the CX. I have said it many, many times. Um, 
I am not working for the CX. I pay the full money the same as you guys do. I get my money from, I've got nothing to begin with, and then I now get it from the Google Ads, which is reasonable, but the main thing comes from the circuit channel. And the circuit channel is, I'm pleased if they've got to do a link up there. There's another channel over there which um, they pay me to make videos for. I'm not, it's kind of the same kind of thing, but it's based much more on the multi dropping. Please check the channel out. There's a few decent videos on there, but they actually provide me with an income, which helps. I mean, I'd do it anyway. I did to start with. I would just do it anyway. Um, but it, it's nice to know that it's there. So that's the total transparency, and you can believe me or not, I really don't mind. Um, but yeah, I wish they paid me. I wish I, I thought they, they should give me free membership. Bearing in mind the amount of customers I must have got them, but they don't because they said it's a conflict of interest. If we pay you, it, then you can't give impartial advice because we pay you, it's conflict of interest. Well, I'm giving non-impartial advice now. Um, and... Also, it's not a conflict of interest. It's simply a matter of the fact that they know whether they pay me or not. I'm going to make these videos because, as a result of these videos, I get the Google and I get the circuit. So why pay somebody for something that he's going to do anyway? But there you go. It's your free membership. It not cost them much, would it? Um, he said, they want £810 for my renewal. Expensive for an app uh, that takes hours to update. Don't know anything about it, sorry. But yes, it's dear. The CX is very dear now. They charge it because they can. So you want to listen to this. Um, Pablo Fizzy says, honestly, no idea how people are making good money on the CX at the moment with low job prices and high diesel costs. Completely insane. Mad Maestro says, it can be a tough life using the CX only. I don't just work the CX. I do about two to three days a week, but it's pretty chilled. If you want it to be, you, you have money from other avenues. Some people have, uh, do very well on the CX, but they work very hard. Get out what you put in, Peter Curie Driver. I did 14 hours on Thursday. I started at half past seven in the half past six in the morning, and I finished at, I did my last drop at quarter to eight, and then I had to get back to home. I came home. I didn't even eat. I came home. I opened a can of beer. I drank, drank the beer, and I said to the wife, I'm going to bed. I got up in the morning and done it again. It's how far are you prepared to go? There's money there, but don't. it's not a magic wand. No one is going to knock on your door and say, here's a £1,000, and you get out what you put in. I've always said them three things. You know, I'm like a European person. Three things. Three things. That's how they knew he was the German spy in a local tourist. Can't say that word. <laughs> a little bit lighter, there, you know, after all the doom and gloom. But, um, yeah, it's, it's there. It's there. I know another guy... Um, Luke, who I haven't spoken to, Luke, it's been a crazy week, mate, I will get back to you. And he's just started, and he was just doing the odd job here and there, airports and Heathrow, and he has just started in a van, and he's very happy, but he is putting the time in. And he said, I don't care, Pete. He said, I'll start at five o'clock in the morning, I'll run till midnight, I don't care. Be prepared, the dough is there, but you have to work for it. It's not going to be start at ten and finish at two. Ain't going to happen. Like your man says, how can you do like um, 90 miles for 120 quid and make a day's living? You can't. It's not like that. <sighs> Johnny Van Courier says, hello, mate. Hello, mate. Um, I really felt for you when you crashed your truck at Pinewood. Thanks, yes, so do I still. It could be worse. It's kind of all right. I've got used to it now. Could be worse. Could have been Daniel Craig's Aston Mine. Yeah. <laughs> he said, a dab of weld, a uh, liquid axle grease, and then a big hammer, and it'll be fine. He said, I sometimes forget, uh, right, he said, I think sometimes we all forget seasonal, the same day business. Looking back at the interview you did with Ben at HBC, he talks about his owner drivers having a good solid wage from August till Christmas. 
at the moment there's loads of supply and not much demand, which is the problem. We should be upping our prices, but you can't. Uh, it's supply and demand. You cannot up your prices in a low supply market, in a low demand market, because you just won't get any of the work. But as the demand increases, then the prices can increase, and they will. We've said all these people we thought that would look after us in January, February, they don't. They go with the cheapest price. So when they're desperate for a truck, we're not going to give them normal money. We say, well, you're desperate for a truck. You can now pay extra, which will make up the less you paid when you should have paid the real money in January. Um, at the moment, a lot of supply and demand. In the small van sector, we've lost the majority of the COVID work. That was something Van on the run was saying. Um, uh, in the COVID work... He said it was a safe bet getting us home for a second job to pay for diesel on the day. Before Christmas, I was regularly only £200 after diesel for a long day in a small van. So it can be done, or it could be done before Christmas, but you put the time in. Um, at the moment, I'm lucky to scrape a tonne, and I've had a few 12-hour days for 80 quid after diesel. Not ideal, and it's demoralising, but like any job, we've got to take the rough with the smooth. Hopefully, I'll, it will get better, and it will pick up. That said, I have a feeling we're in for a bumpy ride with all that's going on in the world and we've just got to cut our cloth accordingly and get out there whilst we make adjustments to get things back on track. Very good advice, Johnny. Uh, and finally, uh, Van on the Run says, um, sorry, sorry there about the damage on the scrape on the thing. Have you considered the channel doing Life on the Road videos? Well, if the money's going to get cheap on the CX, why not if I can find money from somewhere else? The bottom line is this. Um, it's not a magic wand. No one's going to knock on your door. You'll get out what you put in. It does make money. I know it makes money. I know because I'm making money. And I've been doing it for five years now. So you've got to bear in mind, I'm five years now. I've got four trucks on the road, including the one I drive. And I'm kind of getting established now. People are ringing me going, we need a truck, we need a truck, we need a truck. So it's different for me. You've got to take this with a pinch of salt. I also know a guy who started, Luke, I will call you, mate. And he's doing okay. And I know other people that are doing okay. But it's not easy. And it's not an easy time of year. And you have got to do you. So you listen to all the advice that I've said. You listen to what these people said. And whatever you decide to do, I really hope it works for you. As for whether I actually really work for CX or not, or Bogdan, I've told enough times, and I've always, I like this, this is something I always um, come back to. Do I work for CX? I want it to do with CX. And there's a bit in The Fugitive with Harrison Ford and um, Tommy Lee Jones. And they're in a pipe in like a water pipe, and Tommy Jones drops his gun on the gun slides, and Harrison Ford, who's the fugitive, he's the man with the, the arm or something like that, and he picks the gun up, and he says to Tommy Jones, I didn't kill my wife. And you expect Tommy Jones to go, well, you say you didn't kill your wife. I don't know what that is. You didn't kill your wife, but... Or calm down, put the gun down, slide the gun over here. You don't want to get involved in this. And Tommy Lee Jones turns around to Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones says, I don't care whether you think I'm on the CX or not, or work for the CX or not. makes absolutely no difference to my life whatsoever. I do these videos because I get paid by Google and I get paid by Sony uh, for their videos. And that's come as this. And also, because I'm making these videos, I have um, ended up with a business. I've ended up with full trucks. I, I've, I've, and the best bit ever is I've actually ended up helping quite a few people that have come up to me and said, you changed my life for the better. Thanks very much. And that's brilliant. But you have to do you. You have to listen to I would listen to what everybody has said. And I would think carefully, if you are thinking about coming into the industry, it is tough at the moment. It's a very tough time of year. Um, it's um, Fuel prices are increasing. Demand is not very high. Supply is not very high at the moment. 
Um, there are plenty of vans out there. Um, I would say, ask yourself the questions. Am I got dependents? Have I got a family? Do I need a regular wage? Um, what am I doing at the moment? What's it worth? I can't tell you what to do. Listen to the information, whatever you do, I hope you make the right decision. And I hope whatever you do, and do something that makes you happy. Whatever it is, try and pick something that makes you happy. I go in these places where they're pressing paper and I despair from you. Only get, no one gets out alive and you only get one ticket to the gun show. And whatever you do, I genuinely hope it works out for you. And I hope you take care and take money. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.